0: Too Many Comics episode two hundred and nineteen. Let's all rejoice, Brooks. We're getting the Snyder Cut.
1: I think it's that we did three shows in a row. <laughs> <laughs> no, I that, mean, that's,
0: that's old news. We're you know we're back in business. That's no biggie.
1: I mean, I want to know what's really different.
0: It can't be that much, right?
1: I mean, there's been so much ballyhoo, but you know what? I didn't think that Batman v Superman was very good, and he did mm-hmm. the whole thing of that yeah that was was not i've not been a fan
0: of that um definitely was not there's like moments of justice league i remember liking but i yeah the, I don't.
1: the, the, the snyder parts <laughs>
0: <laughs> so i mean if anyone's that's been living under a rock you know Zack snyder had some family emergencies that popped up joss whedon finished justice league uh it ended up being you know basically critically reviewed as not a good movie um and people have been clamoring to release Zack Snyder's cut of the movie. Uh, it's never really been in like big time detail about it. Uh, HBO max now is green lighting that essentially to be released in 2021 is just a cheap way to get subscribers and some viewership at least to all these nerds. Um, but the deep dive on it is that they're like floating him another 20 some million dollars to do. Cause it's like not finished. It's not like it's a cut that's ready to go from what I've read that there doesn't need to be any reshoots or anything, so, it's literally just like different cut ups. I mean, I'm, I'm so like confused as to how all that works, but they're basically just handing him $20 million to recut footage that already exists and make a somewhat new movie out of one that wasn't that good to begin with. I mean, but what's going to be different? I mean, I have maybe like 5% interest in this. I, I don't know that I definitely won't. I'm not like waiting for it to be released to watch it. I'll probably read some reviews and maybe just like some Reddit threads of people that actually will point out what the difference is and i guess if it gets good enough reviews i might like take a peek or or maybe by that time like someone on youtube will just like piece together
1: the scenes and whatnot that are new
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah not yeah, have yeah. to rewatch the the whole monstrosity
1: of the movie but um, i mean let's pretend that you were like a snyder like like a like a like a release it you gotta release it and then it came out, and it sucked. Would you be like, "That was really good"? Or would you be like, <laughs> <laughs> or, would you be, or would you like own the fact that after all of this, it was about as good? Which is to say, not very.
0: Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see what the outcry is.
1: Speaking of HBO Max, I learned yesterday I have it for free. Oh, sweet! Because um, there are things in there that I that I have wanted to see, things like Doom Patrol. Yeah. True. Uh, a few other things that they've announced that are coming out, obviously, you know, justice league, Snyder Cut, uh, 21, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean like it just, you know, look, if you're going to give me a free streaming service, I'm going to take it. Like I watch crackle.
0: Yeah. Crackle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I it's not like free through my, I don't think I get it through my AT&T internet, uh, my, fiber hookup, my. but it, I do pay for HBO through Apple TV, and I got an email that HBO Max is included in that now, so at least no additional cost.
1: Yeah, a buddy of mine said that his automatically became HBO Max. His, his now thing became Max. Interesting. Yeah, I don't have difference I, that, between it all, so whatever. I think it's that and more. It's Great like birthday. that and, and like maximum Ooh. of it. Yeah, that's right. I, I, I work as marketing. It's we We, we think alike is what I'm saying.
0: Um uh, I move these pieces over here while we're talking about this but so the the Snyder cut becoming a thing has led to others asking the question of uh would Josh Trank would a Trank cut a Fantastic 4 would uh was it David Ayer that did Suicide Squad would he yes. want you know his an air cut um of that movie um again is there any interest in any of these sorts of things
1: All right so I will say this because there was a clear shift in what we got in the trailer for Fantastic Four versus what we got, I would like to see what he had planned because I like that movie. uh, What what was it called? The movie he did with the flying teenagers that found the rock that was an alien rock. Chronicle. That's it. I was like diplomacy, (laughs)
0: like
1: (laughs) (laughs) a documentary. Uh, Because it's to me – when that movie started out, I liked it. I thought I had promise. So I was like, why is everybody hating on this? And then I was like, ah. Uh, it took a hard cut. It, it, so thats I think that that was a studio trying to make it something that it wasn't. I think it's supposed to be a little more subtle and sci-fi versus full-blown hero. And I'm mm-hmm. putting words in the mouths of people that I don't know. But that's what I think. And as far as Suicide Squad goes, again, I've, I, I've also read that that movie was cut to match the trailer so the trailer was, it had you know like Queen playing and, and so and when people really responded to that the studio I think I, I read forced that so in on one hand you had a studio look at uh, a trailer and go no we need to we need to put more Mickey Mouse in this mm-hmm. and then we had another trailer go well we put Mickey Mouse in the trailer so let's go and put that in the movie yeah so but Trank says no Ayer says it would be cathartic
0: Yeah, I, I don't care at this point I'm more interested in James Gunn's next Suicide Squad movie um, we're still being Noble Smith. I, you know, I'd be interested in what Trank had going with Fantastic Four. Uh, but at this point, I mean, that movie came out in 2015. Like, I'm and, and so much has happened since then. Like, I'm just, you know, Disney's got Fox. Just, you know, I'm if Trank was a read if they want to hire Trank to like do his Fantastic Four vision in the MCU, I'd be for, but I don't need to see his cut of this five year old movie that had all these weird things happen to it. Um, but you know, just I feel like both of these franchises are in better hands at the moment. Uh, so let's not waste time on wanting like these original crappy movies to be redone. Okay. Well. Yeah. Uh, good news on the TV front: to so the Why the Last Man series adaptation makes FX's 2021 programming schedule. So what's that put the odds that it actually does finally come out?
1: I mean, I think that's on the odds of when can we go outside without masks?
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, that's, that's, I think that's, I think it's difficult to, to, to make any predictions that way. But I mean, if you're asking me to just unweighted, if you said like, well, if we were living in the real world, I'd still be like, mm, like December 31st, 21. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: it's like when Apple like sneaks something in at the end of the quarter we're going to release new max in quarter two and it comes out like the second to last day of the quarter.
1: Yes. Or like how Beyonce just drops a record without any fanfare. Yes. Also true.
0: All right. Well, listen, we're this, I will be fully on board with. We'll watch on day one. Uh, but with the various ups and downs, I'm not getting my hopes up at this point until I see like an actual trailer and FX is running commercials for it. And yeah, yeah. got something going on.
1: Yeah. I, I think it's, what worries me is, as you say, all the start, stop, stop the casting and recasting and stops and starts and this and that, this to me should be fairly straightforward. Mm-hmm. It, it's already written for crying out loud. Yeah. And that's great. People lo- yeah. And people love it. So just make it. Yeah. Or fake it until you make it. Also that, uh, <laughs> all right, let's yeah. talk some books.
0: All right. Uh, so this week for our number one, we had ludocrats number one out of image comics. Um, up front, so this is written by Karen Gillen. Um, artists involved include Jeff Stokely, Jim Rossignol, and Tamra Bonvillain. Um, I might need you to like take over on this one because I oh, even God, just God. read this like an it, hour actually. ago, and I, I, I got like no clue what's going on in this I, book. N-
1: n- n- neither do I. Okay. I was hoping that you. I, would, I was hoping that you would. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like we're in this realm where to be like over the top. Is like not only required, but if you are not, you're getting killed. It okay. seems. And we've got these over the top characters. Once again, I don't need to see cartoon dick, which yeah. which is what we're greeted with. The guy wearing a blood suit. And, and so, I, I, as I delved into reviews over this, it was things like, if you're a fan of Money Python, and I'm not, I'm sorry. I'm, i just, and people are like, you like Money Python? I'm like, no, not even the Holy Grail no <laughs> I, I, I just didn't get I didn't get it and the reviews for this are pretty solid I, I saw in comic book ground up like an 8.6 I want to say mm-hmm. I don't understand it and I actually read the reviews in hopes it would give me clarity
0: yeah I wasn't I wasn't getting it um, you know I I when I dove in I didn't reread the like teaser I so said what it's about I just started reading it um, about midway through I was just like completely lost I mean it's you know, it's a big time fantasy world. I mean, I think the art does a good job of matching that. Um, they clearly had like, you know, uh, you know, a great imagination going through this, a lot of freedom on the art side to come up with some characters and some, you know, surroundings in this world. Um, the story, I can't even like begin to tell you what like the main takeaway is. I feel like it was really all over the place when I got to the end and I, you know, that, I was greeted to, I completely forgot that it was Kieran Gillen that wrote it. And then I like felt bad for a second. I'm like, but I really like his work.
1: (laughs) Me me too. I mean, I think that though, when you, when you divorce it from, I think more stable art style that you got with, uh, who's his partner for uh, Wicked Divine? Uh, Jamie McKelvey. Yes. I think that that grounds it. So I think when you have wild storytelling and crazy world building and all that stuff, and it's married to crazy illustrations and like, that to me, like, it's too much of this. Yeah. Like who knows? If they, I mean, imagine this story told in the style of wicked divine in terms of artwork. It could have been totally different.
0: Oh yeah. Well, I mean, and, and wicked divine in itself is a crazy story to begin with. And like you said, that's, that, yeah, that's, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, it's grounded more in a reality sense. So yeah, I mean, I think you're spot on with that. And it, I pulled up CBR, uh, it's got 15 critic reviews and it's sitting on 7.9. Uh, two user reviews have it at a, at a seven point five. So the two users who have rated it are you know lower than what a lot of the critics have pulled in at. Um, you know this is for someone, definitely not me. I mean I think the the art is cool, but again it it really drives the story into just a crazy world that uh, you know I was confused as to what was happening. So it would probably be like a seven for me. A if seven. going to give it a number.
1: I'm gonna give it six point five. Okay. I will not return to this book. Yeah, I, I won't either. But trying to give some benefit of the doubt. I mean, good for you. All right.
0: For next week, we've got dead day. Number one, this is by Ryan Parrott, Evgeny Bornyakov and Andy Clark. This is out of aftershock comics. If the dead can come back for just one night, would we want them to meet the Haskins, a seemingly normal suburban family as they prepare for the annual macabre holiday known as dead day. When the deceased rise from the grave from sunset to sunrise, some come back to reunite with family and friends, others for one last night of debauchery, still others with only one thing on their decomposing mind, revenge. From my Ryan Parrot, artist Evgeny Abornyakov comes an unnerving tale of ex- existential horror with grave consequences.
1: Um, this was all we had. Sorry. I mean, I, I, did, I almost did the whole, like, let's decide a book. Like, let's, give this, let's give them a break. This is Aftershock Comics? Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, let's it's a it- decent premise to come back, but uh, I mean, I could dig it. We'll see me too actually I watched
1: I watched a movie um, the other week called Life After Beth you ever heard of it no okay so uh, Aubrey Plaza is the only I think the only name I recognize and it's the same idea where this guy's got a girlfriend inexplicably she dies from a snake bite which they don't come out and say that you just learn that as the movie goes along and out of nowhere she comes back and then it's like what and then other people come back and it's not I I, I encourage you to watch it it's just so weird but uh, it's the same idea. I had idea seen of- a trailer of this,
0: and it has it's a uh, Dane DeHaan who was in that. Was he in that Fantastic Four? No, he was the uh, Amazing Spider-Man, Harry Osborn.
1: Oh, really? Okay. Well, there you go. Um, so yes, but it was one of those things where it's it's a horror comedy, and it really goes over the place. I will say that um, I have I know people that are reasonably famous and my one friend was in the opening scene i was like oh you're in this and he's like yeah our friends made this movie i was like oh cool so that's fun okay but anyway something he's on, he on a show called uh, you're the worst if you've ever heard of that and he's in one of the commercials where you're becoming your parents one of those okay Geica commercials gotcha and he's on uh conan a bunch anyway there's me uh uh
0: super successful
1: that yes and 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 you know name dropping by the way given give, give, give the name <laughs> but, <on>. uh, <laughs> but anyway, so uh yeah, yeah, you should watch it when you have any spare time
0: cool, um, so other things that I got to this week, Hawkeye freefall number five came out uh so a continuation uh matthew Rosenberg's uh Hawkeye story uh, so you think
1: by the way the case okay, so I got this too, and I'll let you go back to your thing it's, it's been months uh-huh. And I felt like I just jumped right back in. Yeah, it
0: was, it was great. It, it, like, this is a perfect book of like tight storytelling, uh, a joy to read. There's not so much involved to where you gotta like go back to remember what was happening. Like it's you know it's a simple enough story, and he's able to make it interesting through the dialogue, um, you know through the action sequences. In this one in particular, we've got Clint going around is ruining some more, uh, trying to draw out the hood. Uh, bullseye's after him as well. I mean, the the, the story progresses. There's funny moments with Clint. Um, you know, a good little back and forth with Spider-Man and Captain America when he shows up. When they when they show up, um, just enjoyable. I'm glad to have this back. Uh, I think there's there's at least is this going to be a miniseries? They, they never say, do they? Anymore? Aren't they always? Yeah, are, are, are they, aren't they? Aren't they all, all? Aren't they all? I saw him tweeting about it, but I forget exactly what he was saying. But yeah, regardless, it's nice to have it back. Um, yeah, it's a fun, enjoyable read. And, uh, you know, again, we've said it many times, but it's amazing how this one character like Hawkeye has been picked up by these good writers that are somehow making, like, very intriguing stories of him. Because you would not, like, see that as the case if the only Hawkeye you knew is Jeremy Renner.
1: Yeah. I, I, you know, actually, I, that's a good point. I was thinking of that as I read it, which is, you know, I think that he is the only actor who was not really. Either allowed to or incapable of making Hawkeye like who he is supposed to be, which is, I mean, comic relief. Yeah. I mean, they gave more of that to Thor. Well,
0: imagine if you were like, were kind of just like a moviegoer and wanted to get into books. And no, you would miss out on all these on Kelly Thompson, on that fraction, on this Rosenberg story, because you're probably not interested whatsoever in picking up a Hawkeye book. And these have all been. Very good, very good to like some of the best of all time in fractions. So like, you know, it's it's super weird how disconnected that character is with what's going on in the books.
1: Um, yes, and which is why the game is own TV show.
0: <laughs> yeah, So hopefully they expand upon that.
1: Yeah, I just it just, it's criminal how much he... again I don't want Deadpool slapstick, and I feel like I've even mentioned that in a prior episode, but he got nothing. Yeah, like nothing. Not a nope. thing. All he all got was his family killed off. Yeah. That's not, spoiler alert, but, I mean, if you've been seeing Avengers, uh, Infinity War. <laughs> It's and coming to Disney on Plus you. soon. It's out there now? Infinity War? No, I just saw a
0: thing that it's like June 26 or something like that. Don't quote me on that, but yeah, it's not on there
1: quite yet. It's on Netflix though, right? Yeah, I think that's the case. They've to wait for the... Uh, okay, the I, was like, I, I was like, I feel like I saw it somewhere. Yeah.
0: Um, the only other thing I got too was deceased hope at world's end number one. So this is the digital first, uh, DC stuff. Well, this was the book that this was a dollar, correct? Yeah. Um, so I was at to
1: 88 cents. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I was pleasantly surprised when I started reading this, that it like totally embraces digital and is like a landscape orientation. Mm hmm. Um, which made it a breeze to read, like per- perfectly on the iPad, scrolling through the pages, not having, you know, weird layouts or anything. Um yeah, it made it feel though a little bit like it could have been longer than like the twenty three pages that it was. Because then the pages are kinda like cut in half. So it definitely went by super fast. Uh, but this is writer Tom Taylor who's, you know, doing this to see storyline. Artist Dustin Gwen, who's you know, the m- most fantastic artist. Um, one of my favorites the that's way. going right now. So it looks super awesome. You know, it picks up in the midst of the story that's kind of been happening in, in *Deceased*, which I, you know, I've tailed off of since the the original book. Uh, but I'm suckered back in with what John and Damien will be up to in this. So, I mean, it read real well. You know, obviously it was welcomed right back in. I'm intrigued as to where it's going. It's super cheap, so I'll keep reading it. it. I did breeze right through it. So, you know, it's well put together, and it's just a pleasure to look at. So, I'm on board. I'm subscribed. They got me.
1: I know, and it's like one of those things where. Because none of this really matters, mm-hmm. right? Because it's 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 like an alternate reality of, you know, whatever and whatnot. But it's like, it's great to watch these books just to watch your favorite characters just get fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just like, just, oh. they some tough like, times. If you ever wanted to see like, well, and we'll get to this because you know, I, I, I read this as well. And I, I enjoy it. I'm into it. I have 88 cents every few months. I can spare it. And it's it's it also it's a good book. So what do you want? Hey, hey, hey what are you gonna do? Yeah. So I read uh, *Disease and Killables* number three, which is this is the the final arc of this series, and this focused on sort of the the bad characters of DC, many of which are resistant to this um, disease by way of they have regenerative factors, mm-hmm. and um, they just this third issue was. I mean, if you ever want to just, I really – you said you were over this, but. It was a very interesting take to see how this played out the other way. Okay, and it was brutal as hell. God damn! Mm-hmm. Like if if you ever wanted to see hypothetically Solomon Grundy and Bane go at it, I'll tell you what happens. Okay. Uh, if you ever wanted to see like perhaps Solomon Grundy, Creeper, and Cheetah go in go against a zombified Wonder Woman, I'll give you those results too. And it's but it's just like, oh my god! Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> who of if it matters? Yeah. So just, yeah, I, I I thought it was topped, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it was really good. I, I, I really did like it. So okay. if you're, if you're, if you're cruising for something to look, to look at, uh, you know, go for it. I just may.
0: Is that all you got too? Uh, that's it. You got youth number three in here.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. Come on now. Sorry. So you did not read this. No, nah, not yet. So, then, this is a book that starts out to re, re, re retread uh what you think's going to be this very poignant um you know coming of age tale of a same sex couple in high school with bad families and they're gonna go on the road. No, 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 this takes real turn, real turn, and again, I don't want to tell you what it's all about because it's just like the 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 pivoting that keeps happening the pivot that keeps happening. Mm-hmm it's just like it's really something man it, and you know I, I think we talked about it being Tyler Boss like in terms of its um, artistic direction mm-hmm. and it's a dollar and it's weekly which I really like so I just know on Wednesday that's going to be there you cannot subscribe though just so you know but it's it's really well done and it goes super fast and I, I told you before that they every so often will have um, a musical track playing that they I guess does imply that you should either know that's playing or play it yourself and it does add an extra layer to, to the book Okay. So, I so I mean, I'm going to keep going. I don't know how long this is planned for, but uh, I'm into it. I
0: have borrowed all issues on Unlimited, and I will... Actually, I will get to it. I will make that promise
1: to you. And
0: to the people. But now I need to return something from my Unlimited. I guess when one of these old Kelly Thompson, Captain Marvels that, that I've already read.
1: You got that much borrowed?
0: yeah well I mean I just like stack it up just in case or like I have Avengers versus X-Men on here just in case I ever want to thumb through it I can just return that yeah I just like me. the verses. yeah I don't need to uh, I did I did like the verses. Uh, well, that's fun god that the, man I need to go, go read AVX again that Spider-Man issue what was that like
1: issue 8 or something I need more information than
0: that oh god it was like when he was like tattered and torn at the end he got beaten up in that fight I don't know this was years ago I just remember the scene of him doing it and really enjoying it
1: I don't remember that I do remember the one where it, it was um, it was one of the offshoot books where the Avengers are being held on a brig uh, by the X-Men and they managed to fight their way through only to find out that it was all like a Emma Frost thing uh, and it's just like I was like oh that well, was just uh, heartbreaking sorry about your luck yeah
0: alright well let's run through some news um, so Batwoman Ruby Rose makes first statement since leaving role. So this was news to me. I had not, I didn't have never watched the show. I'm not in the Arrowverse on CW. I know it was a big deal whenever she took this role and they were, I saw the commercials for it. So I had no idea that she left. Um, and it, it's still a little, I guess there's no real reasoning behind it quite yet. It's kind of being kept hush hush. Um, but they are recasting her and it's the show is continuing.
1: It's weird. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I feel like the show's going to fail now.
0: Yeah, most likely. Uh, at some point, all of that has to come crumbling down. All those shows.
1: Um, what? But what?
0: What happened? I don't know. That's uh, no official reason for her departure has been given. In her post, she alluded to but didn't reveal what led to her leaving the show, while also acknowledging the importance of a lesbian actor playing a lesbian superhero on TV. Well, whatever. So apparently, the show may have not been thrilled with her attitude. So here's, it's all hearsay at this point.
1: But I still, I mean, I've never seen a, any of that show. Yeah. And I heard that it was split on her performance. Um, She's obviously beautiful, but uh, something had to have happened something had to happen and yeah. I, the, and of course because I just have nothing else going on in my life I've read articles about like t- speculation like well it could have been that she got injured you know last summer and it's just been too grueling or the hours are too long and we're going into a pandemic and people are like I don't want to do this yeah for, for 20 hours a day uh, or it's maybe there's something else but what happened? It's that's, that's a good. Gu- j- I mixed jaw and gig. A, a, jig, <laughs> a jig. A jig. <laughs> a gog. <laughs> it was just, that's, just, that's just strange.
0: Okay. Well, we, we may never find out. So, But I also probably would never watch the show. So I just wanted to relay the news, anyways.
1: Me neither. I'm, I'm not going to.
0: Marvel Comics' Christian Cooper in Central Park racial confrontation.
1: That's shocking. First of all, when I saw this. I mean, I I, I know the name, but I was still like, okay. And then they said, like, uh, Christian Cooper, who is, you know, uh, Marvel Comics, he's written in the past for them. He's done things like, you've probably never read any of these, uh, Dangerous Games, Altered Spirits, Final Gambit, um, Excalibur, which I I did read. I'm not even thinking about this. This is back in 94. I might have read some of those books, actually, um, was in the park. And another woman whose last name is Cooper. I have a no relation. Really. They they've always, they say that with every story. Do you notice this? <laughs> <laughs> no relation. So it was not, it was, not it was not a family. You know, Amy Cooper, who by the way, so anyway, they're in the park, and I see this all the time, man. Uh, this is where I, this is where it really hits home for me. Mm-hmm. I, I go in the park all the time, and there are dogs without leashes everywhere, and I get why that's okay in other times, but these days, keep the dog on the leash. Don't be an asshole. You know what I'm saying? Like, would you go into a, a park with butterscotch and just let her roam free around other families and
0: nah you know and i hate when people do that in my neighborhood alone because like and you know butterscotch is the sweetest dog but you never know what's going to set i mean these are animals <laughs> you never mm-hmm. know what's going to set them off you never know what someone else might do if someone else acts scared or like anything just keep them on the leash especially For if it's now. an area that you're supposed to be on a leash keep them on the goddamn leash
1: yeah so um we're, we're we're digressing here, but that there, I've been I've been around times where like there's been dogs, one of which was a puppy, ran up to, to uh, a mother and her child. That again, this was probably a month ago when it was that much more like, Ugh! Um, and she kicked that puppy. Not like she didn't drop kick it, Ugh. but she, but it's just like, and she's not being inhumane. She's got her child with her, and sir, who has these two dogs, like no better. Come on, man. Yeah. Anyway. They're in the park. She's in an area where she doesn't have the dog leashed. The story goes, he said, please put the dog on the leash. She took offense. He pulls out his phone and says something on the lines of, I'm going to do what I have to do, and you're not going to like it. And she apparently interpreted that as, you're going to kill me. <laughs> and so we've all seen the video. And I think the thing that, that's really that's really striking a chord with people is that like, there's a man trying to kill me. It was that there's an African American man, which is said multiple times, in the call, and it's just we live in more sensitive times. You got to be, I guess, if you are truly fearing for your life, come on. Yeah. Plus, he's like he's like 50 plus. He's in the he's in the Audubon Society, which is for bird watchers. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, give me a break. (laughs) And he's a nerd.
0: He doesn't mean to harm anyone except in his books. That's correct. Yeah,
1: like including brain eaters, but the, anyway, the point is to so know this one has been fired. Uh, since then, there's been death threats, and he did, you know, come forward. I think graciously to say, folks, like she's an idiot. In so many words, she needn't be killed. Yeah, because that was my job. <laughs> 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 no, but seriously, like, come on. Yeah, like like she she's been punished. You know. Yep. Uh, she had a fairly high profile job. And in fact, you know who put her on blast was her former dog walker. Did you know that? Oh, I did not. Yeah, I did. I, I, I'm following the story.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the goings on of New York City now.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> since you can't go to a restaurant, you might as like, <laughs> well so follow page six. No, it's you know, it's unfortunate that that stuff still happens. And you know, I'm not totally sure where they were in the park, but you know, I can walk to the park, and I live in Harlem. So yeah. uh, if you're if you're if you're not comfortable around people of color, then you should probably move out of New York.
0: Yep, I agree. Uh, Kevin Feige is reportedly the one holding up Deadpool 3, not Disney. So what's the deal? So the deal is, you know, apparently from the rumors is that, you know, all the MCU movies follow a certain narrative. Um, Deadpool presents, you know, some obstacles in reining it in. Uh, and I imagine he's having some creative differences with what's going on. There's been little movement on a property. That's already made so much money. Uh, Ryan Reynolds doesn't have a clue when something's going to happen. You know, they think they, they've inherited a super successful movie that doesn't fit yeah, quite yeah. into the MCU and they don't know what to do. I mean, that's, there's not so much to read into it as it would have been better for them had Deadpool not been successful and they just reintroduced the character some other way someday down the line. Or just not even did anything. But the fact is, they've got a, the only money maker that Fox had going for it. People very much enjoy it. Um, the star is on board to do whatever, and you know, it's just it's creative differences of working it into the MCU. So, and you know, and it's do you take something that's made that much money and stuff it into a Disney Plus show or some other avenue? Like that feels like some wasted potential. Um, and they've already got a slate of movies for like the next three to four years and that he's not a part of. So, I mean, I, I see the situation from both sides. Definitely.
1: Well, yes, because you have things like I've always took issue with this. And I never realized it was two different studios, Josh Brolin, double dipping. Mm-hmm. Be like cable series. It looks like Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Or like, I, you know, I always hated that, uh, Chris Evans played the human torch and cap. I hated it. I hated it. Yeah. There's come on. there's only one actor for this apparently I mean I guess Michael Jordan can also play Human Torch and Killmonger like it just bothers (laughs) me (laughs) there's only so many good actors I mean my god I'll do it I'll do it I I said good actors Brooks (laughs) Uh, but I don't know man Um, I I get like you said the, the sort of the hmm but I honestly feel like Deadpool could just wink his way through disregard and let's go forward okay I mean, that's, that's
0: what he does. Yeah. Your- I imagine when at we- some point they're going to work this out. I'll work that out. Yeah. I mean, the, the no one is interested in leaving money on the table. So at some point they'll come to something, you know, who knows what it'll look like, but listen, these are, it's interesting times at the moment. And that's a definitely interesting situation as to like, who's going to make the move there. Um, Watchmen creator Damon Lindelof keeps kicking us. In our season two feels. So he posted something on an Instagram that was a text message back and forth with his mom. Uh, his mom said she got a thing in the mail today from my my email that Launchpad has a second season. Truthful, somewhere in between. And he made a joke about you know one season of Launchpad was the perfect amount. And then she shared with him watch when season two release date, cast, plot, trailer, and what is more about the show. And he says, what is more about the show? <laughs> Uh, is with a heavy heart that confirmed there will be no second season launch pad when Apple improves their dictation software and bots stop writing clickbait articles I will reconsider my position also my mom rocks Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean I I still feel in this scenario that again leaving money and critical acclaim on the table is not something that HBO is very much interested in doing Um, I do think they're smart enough to that they are would be super careful with who would take on another Watchmen approach. Whether it's Lindelof like overseeing it, whether it's actually him directing and writing, um, I think they want him involved. Uh, but I also, read a bunch of articles that it like wasn't as highly watched as some of their other you know more popular shows. So I don't know that there's a rush to. It
1: was just you know, so well done. Yeah, oh. to
0: force something out. I think they're in a. I think they're in a. We had this one season of watchmen it was super fantastic if we ever get more that will be a bonus and we'd like to do it with damon involved somehow if that doesn't come to fruition we may just never touch it again
1: i mean give it to uh noah Hawley; he could do yeah
0: it. that'd be awesome too so, see me at fargo i don't think we're gonna get any sort of new i mean i'm obviously not in the know but i don't think we're gonna get any sort of news on this anytime soon
1: if we get another think- Watchmen, it will be like way down the road i mean i think it'll also be like one of those things where like okay season two in five years we'll get like cameos from like this most recent cast yeah. i mean like we were lucky to get a couple from like the earlier cast uh, and the cast of characters and was a cast was, was, was different yes. casting was different but like we we'll we'll, we'll, like angela abar for like an episode yeah but anyway god that show was. i want to watch it again it was yeah. so good I'd like
0: to watch it all the way through just like in one sitting
1: yeah because there's this commercial now um that's about COVID 19 i don't know if you heard of that but um the song that's playing is life on Mars by David Bowie, which I guess is like a subtle nod to we're living like an alien times. That's the, I was like, why life on Mars? But then I remembered that there was, um, a Trent Reznor version of that. Cause you know, he did the score of the TV show mm-hmm. life on Mars. One, of the episodes. So listen to that. I was like, Oh, that show was so good. Mm, it was great. Uh, great. Oh, well, they didn't ask us.
0: All right. Well, that's uh, another good episode in the books. You know it. So tune in next week. We'll be catching up on Dead Day number 1, uh, anything else that we can get to and uh, you know all the recent news. So hit us up on too many comics.com and find us online. We're happy to chat. Go in peace.
1: I've been reading too many comics.